Can we just for a second talk about the fact that I just had the very first dream guest that I ever wrote down on my list of people I wanted to interview be interviewed? (laughs) I don't even know what's happening. I'm in shock. My friend was like, have you screamed yet? Like jumped up and down with excitement because you literally just had Angie Lee on your show. And I was like, no, I haven't. But hold on. And I just like screamed into the phone and like jumped up and down, like clapped my hands. I'm like, dang, that feels good, right? Like those big celebratory moments that sometimes we pass over them. This was one of them. So welcome to this episode number 87 with my girl, my now I guess kind of friend, Angie Lee from The Angie Lee Show herself. Angie and I dig into live events, we dig into success and all of the motives behind becoming successful, what's really important, and we laugh and we joke. Stay tuned, this is hilarious, you don't want to miss it. Welcome to the show, let's dive in. What's up, Mama Boss? Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. I'm Stephanie Gass, success strategist and passive income queen creator. If you're ready to step into your God-led potential, create profit from your passions, and capture the success that is already yours, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more and connect with me over at stephaniegass.com. So grab that cup of coffee or fill up that glass of wine and let's dig in to today's show. Um, I can barely believe it. Sister, you're going to barely believe it and we're not going to believe this together because guess what? With God, she rises daily journal, my journal, like one that I created for you is officially out in the world. I created this journal because I have been using this system for over six years. Gratitude, journaling, intention, prayer, daily goal setting, and it's completely changed the productivity, the focus of my life. I've been able to stay balanced, mindful, keep God at the forefront of every single decision that I make. Every moment of my day is predetermined based on what I need and want to spend time on to further the mission that God planted in my heart. With God She Rises is an all-encompassing, absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous, if I do say so myself, keepsake journal with over 180 days worth of daily intention for the morning and evening, along with life planning like your five-year vision statement, your one-year vision statement, goal mapping, and everything in between. There are notes pages, inspiration pages, and I know you are going to love it. Get your copy right now and then take a screenshot when you receive it, post it up in your stories and hashtag with God she rises so that we can empower other mamas to grow forward with God. Go to withgodsherises.com and check it out. Hi, Angie Lee. Hello. <laughs> you guys know who Angie is. You heard me like, you've heard me talk about her on my show multiple times. She is the first person that put podcasting into my heart. Oh. I think I truly feel that, you know, Holy Spirit works through people. And for me, one of those first moments I received, it was like a download from one of your shows. And you had said something like, I don't know, it wasn't necessarily podcasting, but you said something. I went, well, yeah, why can't I do that? Right. And I just received like the chills, the moment. So Angie, this is a breakthrough moment for me to like be talking to you. So hi. Yes. Yay. Stalker. I can stop being your stalker because now we can be friends. So Oh my God, this is so surreal. It's so weird to me. I'm like letting it sink in because 
when I started my show, I had someone who did that for me, right? And it's just this cyclical effect of life, which is so cool. And I was listening to, I think it was Shalene Johnson for me, yes. who's now a, a great friend and mentor and I affiliate her programs and whatnot. And then she's speaking at my event and it's super surreal because she was the reason I was on a job day in college. I was 19 years old. I heard her show and I said to myself, I want to do this. I have so much to say to women. I'm going to do this, but I was afraid. And so now I have a show that impacts women. So if you think about it, it's this trickle effect where now you're going to inspire another girl to start a show. And now it's, I just think that's so cool. Isn't that wild? I'm like, I'm like what? That's so crazy. It's wild. It's wild. And yesterday Aww, I was doing an interview grateful. with one of my students and she was like, I'm just so nervous. I'm sorry. Like I never thought I'd be here with you. And I was like, I think I had to have that moment because I'm talking to Angie tomorrow mm-hmm. and this is my, like, so it's yeah. so funny, like exactly what you're saying, how it goes in phases and waves. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, well, we don't see ourselves how people see no. us, right? I'm just like, like a normal chick, like hot mess express. What's up? Like, I'm like, just ran outside. I don't, I don't have clothes or makeup on. I mean, I'm not naked guys, but I mean, <laughs> wearing gym clothes and it is weird. Like we'll be out somewhere and somebody's like, oh my God, I'm super nervous to meet you. I'm like, why are you nervous to meet me? I'm like the most real deal, weird, like just normal chick, you know? Yeah. But we don't see ourselves as how people see us. So exactly. like I'm insecure more than she thinks, right? And I overthink things and she thinks that I have it all figured out. So. Right. <laughs> So let's start with, I wanted to ask you, who was Angie Lee five years ago? Who were you then? I was a lizard. No, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> like, was I a different human? Um, let's see. I was 24, 25. I was working a corporate job still as a nutritionist. I was still building my online brand. I had just started the podcast and I was phasing out of health coaching and transitioning into business coaching right about then or about four years ago. And so I was at the point of seeing some traction and, and my online business was growing a bit, but it wasn't a super large audience yet. But that's where I was, gosh, yeah, four or five years ago. I was living in Chicago. And now I live in San Diego. And that was me then. <laughs> How big was your community, do you think, at like 24, 25? All encompassing. Oh, gosh. It wasn't super, super large. I would say it was definitely engaged, but it wasn't super large. I would say my show when it first started would be a thousand to 2000, a download. If that the first one had a few hundred mm-hmm. and so it was fairly small, but always engaged. Right. It's crazy. No one's really asked me about that. It's, isn't it weird to think just what happened yes. five years ago? Cause I remember 10 yeah. years ago was when I started all of it. I was 19 years old. So I, I'll always remember it's, that was 10 years ago, but it's interesting to think about five years ago because <laughs> it was it? like right in the middle How of all this happened. Okay. Yeah, so versus today, who's Angie today? Like, what do you say? Like, who are you? There's so many things you're doing right now. Yeah, yeah. How do I? I introduce myself differently for different people. So if I'm at like a little, why do I say I don't go to cocktail parties? Why would I say that? Like I'm at a cocktail party. I don't go to cocktail you're at a kale party. Yeah, I'm at like a green juice shop or something. And someone's like, oh, so what do you do? If I'm with a friend, I'll say I'm a podcaster, and they'll and if they if it's California, they know what podcasting is, so they'll mm-hmm. they'll think, oh, you're like an influencer, you're a podcaster. So I'll say that, or I'll say I have digital courses, or I have a live event, or depends where I am, or I say I own a CBD line. But yeah, now as a multi-passionate woman, it's interesting to be at a place where I do a few different things. And I find that that question of what do you do makes me feel a little nervous now because I'm like, how would I explain myself? I don't like the word influencer, even though I see myself as one kind of. I don't like the word coach. I don't think I'm a coach at all. Actually, people think I'm a coach. I'm like, I'm not, I don't like coaching. I like teaching and I like influencing and I like speaking, but I don't see myself as a coach. Honestly, I see myself as a content creator more than anything lately, creating educational content around business and wellness. I think that's kind of 
my jam, but I don't know how to explain what I do for you guys. So it depends where I am. Depends where I am. No, I think you're, I feel like you are an educator just at the, yeah. at the core of who you are, right? Like you're this educator, okay. but I think you're also, I'm like, let me, let me coach you right now. Right? I know. I'm like, I don't know what I am. <laughs> you're also, but you're also just like a, one of those people that I think you're just created to be a world changer, right? Don't you think mm. there are those people in the world that they come in and they're just the light? Like that's what they are. They're just the light and they come out and they're like, touch you. And it's in so many different ways that I think it's hard to put a title on that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's been really clear for me the last few years is the difference between a coach and a teacher, the difference between low impact, high touch or low touch, high impact. Like how do I really want to serve the world? That's really been interesting for me to assess like the difference between all of them. And I didn't realize there was such a big difference a teacher and a coach. So I realized I actually don't love coaching, but I do love teaching and I love being an affiliate, which means I, on on the Enneagram, I'm a seven. So you guys should go look at the Enneagram, Google a seven, and then you'll understand who's on this podcast right now. But I, I'm a promoter. I was born to promote things and share things and share my day and share my tips and educate. I'm not necessarily someone who wants to be in the weeds with every single person, helping them with, you know, the deep, deep issues they're going through, the depths of their issues. I like to do more of like high touch, uh, like uh, the high impact, low touch Mm -hmm. with people, which means I want my audience to be millions of people that I touch lightly versus a few women that I go deep with. Now that's very different than another woman listening to this or a few of my good girlfriends who are leaders and coaches who they rather do a retreat with 30 girls. They go super deep. They know every girl's issue that's very, very more of a, a higher price point option. They rather do that. Maybe more of like the mastermind business model. And after right. trying a few of those, the different business models, I've realized I'm like, that's just not me. And there's no shame in either one. They're actually completely different skill sets. Yeah. And so I'm kind that's of still in that right phase of figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you look at Angie five years ago and you look at who you are today, because mm-hmm. everybody, obviously everyone's like, well, I want that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you want to go from where you were five years ago or where you are today to a different level of growth five years from now, what was like the one or two things that got you to where you are today from five years ago? Mm. I would say two things that aren't really sexy, but they're the real truth to that answer. And one is taking a lot of risks and trying a lot of things and being willing to, like I say, look really, really stupid. And what I mean by that is I usually don't know what I'm doing before I get myself into it. So a live event, had no idea. I literally Googled it. And I text one of my friends who does events. And I'm like, hey girl, how do I host live events? Didn't know what I was doing. I hired a planner and just went for it. Even at physical product now, CBD, we didn't have all the answers. We kind of just jumped into it. And so that's really been my secret sauce. And really my biggest message is starting before you're ready. So I've always started before I'm ready. And then number two, I'm really, really consistent. I think I'm more consistent than most people. And you see this being in the online space and the quality of how people show up or the consistency of how people show up. I'm just really consistent. I'm really hella consistent. And I think that's an underrated business trait that women don't want to hear because it's not fun. It's not fun to tell you that I literally just have to keep going every single day to build the audience. It's not fun to say that it's just putting out so much content till you're actually kind of sick of it. Like yeah. You're like, if I talk about this thing one more time or press <laughs> post or press go live on this video or this podcast one more time. Oh my God. But that's kind of when you know you've really mastered your craft. It's like an athlete. They're like, how did you get good? You just, you showed up to practice every day when other people didn't want to go to practice. And it's not fun. It's me sitting here in my house 
It's quiet. It's not a huge dance party like pays to be brave. Yeah. It's just me talking into a mic by myself or, you know, Sam watching me talking to a microphone. <laughs> I mean, it's not fun or sexy, but then I remind myself that that's just kind of the day-to-day of it. And then I sometimes get to make a party out of it. So I would say yeah. those are the two things. That's I love good that. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. So showing up consistently and then taking super insanely, really embarrassing, messy action, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm for so I want to talk about events today because I've never talked about this on my show. And the more I started thinking about this, I'm like, this is such an imperative piece of the puzzle that people gloss over it. Or you make all of these excuses as to why that piece of it's not for you. Mm. And so I want to talk about, tell us about your first live event that you ever went to. Do you remember? Tony Robbins. And how was that for you? Like, what, Tony Robbins. Well, okay. So first, when did you decide to go to that event? Were you yeah. like, was there something that happened? Like, mm. was it a Facebook ad that slapped you in the face? Like, so I was 20, 20 years old, almost 21, super broke, $100,000 in debt. My first or second year of college, I was home on a break and I saw the Tony Robbins poster on the side of the road in Chicago. I saw it. I think it was an ad, like a billboard. And my dad was with me walking down the street and he said, Oh, look, it's Tony Robbins. And I said, Oh my gosh, is it that guy that the tapes that you've been playing in the car since I was a little girl? And he's like, yeah, that's the guy. He's the motivational speaker. You should go. You're really into his stuff. You like his stuff. You're very motivated right now. He always saw that burn in me and anybody who knew me always felt that fire or that drive. And he kind of persuaded me to go and said, you should go, you should go, you should go. And I looked up tickets and, um, they were, gosh, I mean, at the time, 400 bucks was a lot for me to go to something. So I think I upgraded to like VIP for 850 bucks. I sold my car because I didn't need it on campus anyway. I put some of that money towards my debt and then the other part of that money from the car to the Tony Robbins ticket. I walked in at 20 years old, no idea what I'm doing, but I knew I wanted to motivate women. I started my wellness blog. I was doing wellness coaching on campus. I was giving some motivational tips, but they were more like do five push-ups and eat your kale salad. Like it was very basic health and wellness motivation because that's where I was at. You know, I was 20 years old and I walked into Tony Robbins. I was five minutes or 10 minutes late. I walked in. My brother was there too. We went together and that was it. Literally game over. And it wasn't even Tony that was necessarily the catalyst, right? And this is something to remind women. It was the environment. It was the room. It was the energy. I walked in. I saw the look of hope on people's faces and I can still think of that moment. I can, I can still feel that moment. I literally remember looking at my brother and I was like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I don't know what he's doing or how he's doing it. That's not the, <laughs> I'll figure that part out later, but I'm going to do that for people for the rest of my life. Cause I love seeing people just feeling hopeful. And it's such a beautiful moment. If you guys have ever been to a live event like Tony's, it's just really cool. Especially the people he attracts. I mean, these are people who I mean, we're talking about broke, drug addicts, going through pain, divorce, death. I mean, illnesses, disease, cancers. I mean, it's really intense and he's helping people feel hopeful again. And so that was it for me. That was my first live event and the rest is really history. (laughs) Oh, girl. Yeah. You went into that event. Like, why do you think like this immersion is Mm. such a, a, a mindset shift? Why is it? Because we could sit there and watch him on video. We could go to YouTube free, like all these things, right. That keep us not from investing in an event. What was it? Like, why is that immersion such a shift or why was it for you? I believe the energy transfer is so unique to the room and the live experience, which is why I created pays to be brave because a woman can listen to my podcast. She can buy my courses. She can buy CBD. She can do all of these things that are digital or tangible, but 
I can't fully transfer a feeling or an emotion unless she's in the room with me. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I've realized that the greatest gift that I can give someone at Pays to Be Brave is not necessarily the sales strategy or here's the blueprint to to pitching or sales or marketing. And here are all the secrets that I've never shared with you on my show, Sharon. Like that's not really what it's about. They think that's what it's about. They're like, I'm bringing my pencil. Here we go. I'm going to learn something about sales. No one's ever said before. Like I'll be real deal. That's not it. I'm not going to be like, and this is it. And I've been hiding it from you. That's not really what it's about. Yes. They're going to hear from amazing speakers and entrepreneurs and how they built it. But really what I want and really why I do it is because I want that woman on her flight home or on her drive home to have this these chills almost like this sensation in her body of what it felt like to feel alive. I know a lot of the women who attend my event are not happy and they're not joyful and they don't know what it's like to feel abundant financially and emotionally. They don't know what it's like to be in an awesome relationship, have an awesome career. They don't know what that feeling is. It's foreign to them. And so for the first time, or maybe it is somewhat uh, familiar to them, but it's reminding them. I feel that I'm creating a space for her cells, like for her body to literally know what it feels like to be joyful and abundant and happy. And then from that place, that's where she can set goals. That's where she can dream. That's where she can manifest. But if we're in a low vibe state, we, we can't attract anything that we want. And so for me, I'm actually transferring energy. I'm transferring emotion and she's borrowing that. It's almost like real estate. She's borrowing that positivity and that energy that I have that she wants and she's taking it. And now she's going to go live her life and go do what she wants. And I do think that then at any point in her life, if she's having a bad day, she can remember that feeling and that emotion that she had at my event, whether that was from dancing, moving, shouting, screaming, crying, sharing something with her neighbor, whatever that was, that's an emotion that she can embody and she can replicate at any time. So that's what oh, I gosh. think. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you can share what you think about events, but I think that's actually the biggest thing. It's never the knowledge. It's always the transfer of confidence and the transfer yeah. of energy. It's like the belief you need in yourself. Like you take you're yeah. pulling from all these people, all the energy, but it's almost like you need that energy to see, oh, wow, I can feel the belief in myself now. Instead of just hoping for it, instead of just striving for belief, I actually feel belief. Mm, that's such a beautiful way to put it because you could literally be the best saleswoman in the world, the best marketer. You could have the best product that gets the best results. Literally, you're the best of the best. But if you are not confident enough to show up and share it, and be shameless about it, it really doesn't matter. And if you don't believe it's possible, you're never going to have the business or the income that you want. And so it's first embodying the belief, which is true, right? Beliefs dictate our actions. So if someone doesn't have the belief system ingrained, then they're never going to do the action. So for some reason, you have a belief system in you right now that you mm -hmm. are abundant and you're full and you created this identity. So now you want to go share that with other women and other moms, but you first had to believe that. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a transfer of belief, That's so which, you know, 98% of people don't have that yet. Yes. When I was in network marketing, I was like forced to go to events, you know, because as a top network marketer, like you have to show up, you have to sit in the front row with your little pencil and uh, be the example. Mm -hmm. Well, when I kind of transitioned out of that, I felt like I'm like, gosh, I'm missing a piece of this puzzle. And like last year, you know, you had your event pays to be brave. And I remember when I pitched you to come on my show when I had no episodes. Okay. Oh. And you're, <laughs> you're so sweet. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm not taking any interviews right mm -hmm. now. It's like the best ever though, because for me, I'm like, awesome. Like Angie Lee will be on this show. If it takes me one bajillion years, she will be here. And now here you are. Yeah. But you said, are, are you coming to pays to be brave? And yeah, I, yeah. I knew in my heart I was supposed to go last Aww. year. And I was like, no. And you were like, why not? And I thought of every excuse. And I love that you were like, but why? 
Yeah. I do that a lot to get market research too. When I ask women that one to empower them, because I think a lot of people in their lives aren't asking them like, Hey, why is it something I can help with? But I do it too. Cause I love to see, is it travel? Is it expense? Is it fear? Like some girls tell me I'm embarrassed to go. And so like, I love knowing that so I can start that conversation. Mm-hmm. I think people are totally afraid to go alone. That's of yeah. course, probably the biggest fear for people, but mm-hmm. I have so many entrepreneur friends. I know I could get someone to go with me. Yeah. For me, it was, I think leaving my kids behind and then just making that excuse of like, I'm going to spend a couple grand or a thousand bucks, go do this thing. But it was just the excuses. There was no reason not to do it. So yeah. what do you say to mm. the women that are there sitting there going, I'm missing this community piece, this immersion piece of this mm. puzzle but I'm afraid. I don't have any friends that would go with me. I don't have the money. I have kids and now I feel guilty because I'm not worthy to leave them behind and go further this dream. Like, what do you say to those excuses? Yeah. Because they I are. They're it. excuses, right? They're not, that's not real. Yeah. And way to be ballsy and pitch again because some people don't. And I was just, oh my God, that was like, I was so overworked and exhausted that I literally was like, my team was like, say no to everyone. I'm like, okay, I can't do any more interviews. I'm so tired of interviews. <laughs> but Yeah. What I would say is, and I feel like you probably teach this to moms being a mom and I'm not a mom yet, but there's this sense that they don't deserve it. There's this mom guilt, right? Of who am I to get on a plane and go to this beautiful place and spend 48 to 50 hours with incredible women and change my life. Like that sounds Mm -hmm. like a dream for a mom and we have have daycare even at the event, which helps a ton. And that's why- I know. That's amazing, by the way. Yeah. We do that because I was like, you know what? I don't think other events do this. I'm going to do that. So then moms realize that they could do both and it's an and sign. And that's mm-hmm. why, I mean, my tattoo is literally an ampersand because I'm like, okay, a ton of moms follow me and want to come. If there was daycare, that would really, really help them. So I yes. feel really excited and happy about that. But I would tell her to, to drop the mom guilt in a sense. I think taking a weekend away like that, or if you do bring your kiddo is- one of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself. And it's a way for you to remember who you are and what your identity is outside of just being a mom. You're a woman with this huge dream. And the more successful and happy and abundant you are, the more powerfully you can show up for your kids. So if you're actually not doing those things, you're giving the message to your children that you're not worthy of that. And their mom isn't available for that. And I can't wait to show my kids that, Hey, I do still go to events. I work out, I take care of myself. I do all of these things. So I'm a a happy person for you. And I think that modeling is so huge and children see that and they feel that and they can tell if mom is stressed and hasn't been on a vacation in five (laughs) years and hasn't done that. And especially if it's a business expense, cool, write it off and know that it's something that is going to help you. And, And I always say, going to an event for a few days and getting on an airplane is so easy compared to actually running a business. Yeah, Running a business, that's hard. It's really hard. Entrepreneurship is hard, but I think taking a trip somewhere, it's doable. There's always something you can kind of figure out or move around. So yeah, I know for moms though, it's another level of dedication and commitment to themselves for sure. And I'm so grateful for the moms who really take a moment to say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to tell my husband like, or I'm going to bring the kid, but I'm going to make this happen because I'm worth it. And I'm, I deserve it. Amen to that. I told my husband, I started planting the seed like two months before I was going to, you know, get the ticket. I'm like, so you know how you're going hunting for the whole month of September? <laughs> hunting. <laughs> hunting, yes. I'm like, I really miss the, you know, the conferences and like these empowerment. And I'm like, I should go to one, right? Like, don't you think I like, and he's like, yeah, you should like make it his idea, ladies. I'm telling you what. Brilliant. Yeah, don't say, so I want to go to this event and it's going to cost X, Y, Z. Cause all men see is numbers. Yeah. And don't leave me with the kids. Lord forbid, like save me. So make it his idea. That's the best advice. Like 
that I can give you. So I had said, there's this event, planted the seed, planted the seed. And then he's like, well, aren't, didn't you say you wanted to do an event? Like, and I said, yeah. And I think I found the perfect one. And so anyway, he was like, well, great. And like, it was like his idea. It was so easy. <laughs> You're a genius. I think that's the key. And I think also saying to them, this is going to make me a happier wife and mom. If I go, I just need two days to refuel my tank. And a lot of husbands now, gosh, I would hope so. They want their wife to be happy and to make yes. money. Why not? Don't you want your wife to help out and make money and be happy? Like that's what I would want as a husband. I don't want my wife sitting around being pissed off or mad yeah. or broke. So like, I don't know. I'm super like liberal and lax with this, but like, let her go live her life once in a while. I can't imagine how much work you already put into on the day to day being a mom. Like you moms deserve to be there more than anyone actually. Yeah. I mean, maybe I just make it like a mom's retreat. I'm not even. <laughs> I'm like, moms, go like, get- for the love of moms. <laughs> go find the spa in San Diego and go on the beach because I mean, you don't even need to be in this business conference. Just go get a massage or something. Go take a nap, honey. It's okay. <laughs> like, bring your pillow. Yeah. Oh my god. It's yes. so funny. Okay, I love those so much. Like ways to combat because that's just your inner fear, right? It's yeah. just you telling yourself you're not worthy of that event for whatever reason. Yeah, and then you'll you'll never be right. Or are you going to wait till? Timmy and Susie are 18 and then all of a sudden you're going to start living your life. Like I think we all are waiting and we're waiting for the perfect moments to be the perfect wait till we have all the money, till the kids graduate, till we pay off the house. I mean, we're just all waiting and life is now and infuse little mini vacations and moments of inspiration now because motivation is something you have to work on. I went to Tony Robbins, what, two months ago in LA here and I didn't go because Tony was going to say something I've never heard before. And yeah. oh my gosh, it's, I, I have never been to his events. I, I'm, that was like my eighth one. I went because I felt like I needed it again. I needed to be in a room with some amazing people and just feel the energy. So I literally spent thousands of dollars to sit front row just to feel energy. You guys, I paid for energy. It's not even a tangible thing I can hold on to. I'm like, I need to go feel good. I'm going to go do this. So I'm kind of feeling like I'm in a slump and I need to get amped up before my event. I'm about to start ticket sales. I need to get amped up. And I just wasn't feeling it. I was in a phase where I was like, oh, I'm just so burnt out. So yes. I think even people who you look up to or you think are successful or leaders, they are going to events. They are constantly joining things so they can keep fueling their own tank because motivation is like brushing your teeth. It has to be done every day or every few, well, brushing your teeth every day, but it has to be done <laughs> at least every few days. I'm always right. listening to podcasts. I'm always reading. I'm literally obsessed with constantly staying in that positive momentum. So then I can go transfer that on my show. But if I don't feed myself that even as a leader, then I can't go be a great leader. So for you ladies who are listening, who are network marketing leaders, or you have a coaching business, dude, one of your best investments and your job is to stay in that state and in that high vibrational state. So you better be going to work wherever it is. I don't care if it's a yoga retreat in Bali, you got to go do what you got to do. Well, that doesn't sound bad. I mean, (laughs) are you (laughs) saying that that's a great first event because that is, but it's true, right? Like I'm not hiring people, a coach, a leader, or or following people or listening to people who don't seem to be taking care of themselves. Right. And so it's kind of a catch 22, but write it off as a business expense and (laughs) go grab a bikini and let's go. (laughs) I love it. So you have your event coming out. This is your second event, Pays to be Brave. What inspired you to start an event like this? Yeah, I had been going to a bunch of them, especially here in Southern California. There's a ton of business and wellness events and it keeps evolving a bit. And I think it will continuously keep evolving as I evolve. But 
I had been going to a ton of these business events down here and a lot of them were either super boring and they were run by men and they were these really intense masculine energy sales conferences yes. where they were like, okay, now funnels. 10X your energy. 10X your business. We won't that for 24 hours. <laughs> Work for 72 hours a day, never sleep, tell your children goodbye. Like (laughs) it was like really intense and I'm like taking notes. I'm like, okay, Facebook had funnels. And then there's these events that are like, just hug your neighbor, Susan, and tell her you love her (laughs) and money is going to fall from the sky. And like, you could do whatever you want because you're a unicorn pony. And I'm like, what the actual F is going on here? So especially living in SoCal, it's like weirdos unite, right? So I was like, okay, I am this mix of woo-woo and realistic. I work my ass off. I'm super, super realistic about how to make money, how to execute. I have a masculine energy I can channel, but I'm also pretty woo-woo and I believe in manifestation and law of attraction. So I think I wanted to make it something where it was a blend of both and it's fun and it's a party because I'm a seven on the Enneagram, but it's also realistic in the fact that we're teaching sales and we're teaching marketing, but in a very fun, engaging way. So I think that education should be fun. I think people only learn when it is fun and engaging. And so that's why I created it and I thought to myself, how many girls in my community are really lonely? They're listening to my show and they don't have friends right now who understand them. Their husband thinks they're crazy doing this online thing. And what if I could get them to meet? So it's not even about me. It's about, hey, can I bring this community together? And now I get DMs from girls who are like, oh my God, I roomed with Susan last year. Now Susan's my best friend. And I'm like, that's so crazy. I created that. I'm like, their mom, like, this is so weird. What is their mom? I created this. It's so surreal, but uh, it's cool to know that you created something bigger than yourself. And now I'm helping women network and bring them together. And I think I just love hosting parties and having a good time. So for me, I was like, let's do this. Now you have to keep in mind when I came up with the idea in the shower, I was, you know, just scrubbing my armpits and I was like, Oh, this would be fun. So I wrote it on my little shower notes. I was like, those are great. By the way, you need shower notes, people. I have shower notes. I think I saw you do it in your story. That is brilliant. Cause I have these literal epiphanies that come through in the shower. And I think it's cause it's the only time I'm like literally quiet and still. Yeah. And you're not in front of a screen. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm taking notes on my little pad, like live event for women who are ambitious and it would be in San Diego and da da da. And I thought, I don't know, maybe it'll cost me like 30, 40 grand. I'll just get some balloons. I'll hire a DJ. That's about a grand or two. And then I'll buy girls. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's going to be perfect. Okay, cool. So I text my friend. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to do an event. Okay. Here's a planner. Cool. I call the planner. She's like, all right, we break down. We itemize everything on a two hour zoom. She's like, for the way that you want to do this, this is about 200 grand. And I literally almost pooped my pants and I was like, Oh my God. And I usually don't have sticker shock, but I had some sticker shock. And so that was the crazy thing for me, but I had already really committed and was already mentally all in. And when I say I'm going to do it, I'm like, oh man, I, I got to do it. It's on my shower notes. It's real. Like it's real. It's happening. Right. This is a tattoo pretty much like shower note. Ta- like I've event. I've just like stickered that ish on my body and it's happening. I already told a few of my best friends, like, of course I got to do it. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. So my first event cost me about 200 grand. I put it on every little detail, the most exhausting, intense thing I have done in my business. It still is. It's now a little bit more where I'm out of it in a sense and my planners do most of it, but it's a lot. It's intense. My first year was about 550 girls, super fun, three full days. I didn't know, but I love sharing that with women. So they realize that it wasn't like I was an event planner or I had a, a background in event planning or wedding planning, or I've even had a wedding. So I knew what I was doing. No idea. Financially, I didn't know emotionally, I didn't know the investment. I didn't know how exhausting it would be. Yes, I've, I, I speak on other people's stages, 
but it's a sport to speak on your own stage for two full days. I didn't know the post-show blues. I didn't know what it's like to have almost 500 people in a line to meet you and feel like it's, I don't want to, I'm just tired. I need a piece of pizza. Like it was just a (laughs) lot. Like it was a lot. It was really intense, but also the coolest thing I've ever done. And I cried at the end because I was so proud of myself for not quitting when I wanted to. I wanted to cancel it a few times, but I realized, you know, that would make me kind of a hypocrite canceling pays to be brave due to being afraid of (laughs) talk about embarrassing. So I tell that to you women because you're never going to be ready, right? I'm writing a book right now. I don't know a lot about writing books, but I'm going to write a book and I'm going to get a lot of freaking women to buy it, but I don't know shit about writing books. Like, I think that's kind of the reality is like, I don't really know about what I'm doing because I just kind of (laughs) do Yeah. And that means that you can do it too, right? Figure it out as you go and then you get better and you evolve, right? I bet this year you're going to be blown away with how much growth you've had in your event versus Mm -hmm. the first year. Oh yeah. I know what I did right. I know what I would want to tweak. I know exactly what I would want to keep. I know what we should take out. I know less speakers, more this, less that. I know where we can kind of fudge with the budget a little bit. I know how I want to change the stage. I know where I'm having more boundaries now energetically. So I'm not exhausted on Sunday Mm -hmm. on the last day that I'm really playing around with it. But the only way I would know that is if I actually did it. You couldn't send that to me in a PDF. You couldn't have me watch a YouTube video and say, okay, and on day two, you're going to feel like this. So you're going to want to do this. Like (laughs) you just don't know. I don't even, you don't, you're not trained how to eat. What do you take? Are you drinking coffee? Are you not? Like, it's such an intense experience that I think it's probably like birth. No one can really send you a PDF. It's like, dude, you're just going to be there and you're just going to push and you're just going to go. And then maybe your second kid, you'll know what to do. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So yeah, this one's a thousand plus women. So there's a little part of me that's like, oh my God, that's a lot of people. That's going to be Wait, bigger hold than- on. 1500 because there's no doubt yeah. in my mind that you're not going to sell out. <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. We're, we're, I, I'm open to whatever. I'm not attached to a number. <laughs> I am just like, whatever feels good, whatever's a good time. But, um, yeah, this year is going to be over a thousand women, and we're already what seventy five percent sold out. Oh right? yeah, we're already almost sold out. So it's it's really so you cra- guys listen to us real quick. <laughs> Do you want to hang out with Angie and I? Did you hear her? Seventy five percent sold out. After I just scared them, they're like, "This sounds like a really intense experience." <laughs> Don't worry, it's intense for me, guys. It's a party for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Angie might be backstage hyperventilating, <laughs> but so- we are going to be dancing. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> She'll be fine. She won't die. Don't worry. (laughs) Or will I? No, but um, (laughs) it's weird. It's it's preparing for another level of evolution and growth and expectations. Expectation hangover is huge, right? It's it's Mm. I assume a wedding. Interesting. Like a wedding times hangover. Wait, wait, wait. What is that? Christine Hassler. Okay. Christine Hassler uses the term expectation hangover, which is essentially this feeling after you do something big where you don't feel the way you thought you would, right? Like, wow, that was, that, that was it. It, it, didn't, it wasn't that cool. I thought it'd be cooler or I could have done this better. And I think it's such a beautiful statement because after my serotonin was like, oh, okay, I, I pushed so hard and focused on one thing and then it's over. And it's almost you know, similar to what women say after the honeymoon or wedding, like, oh man, now the party's over. Like now what? And so I'm kind of having a healthier balance going into it this year. I'm also not putting so much pressure on myself of it looking a certain way or, or this being perfect or you know, if the moss wall is a magenta <laughs> instead of a dark purple, you know what? The show goes on. Like Susan, who's coming, hopefully won't care. Like it's yeah. releasing some of the control of, over the perfection of it. And it's just a different beast. Mm-hmm. Launching a course and launching a podcast, I say, is it's so easy now compared to live events. So I'm excited I did them no matter what happens with them. If I ever keep doing them or don't, whatever, I'm so glad I've done it because I can now see how it th- those skills can then apply to other things I'm doing. 
Oh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I might take a break actually in 2020. I'm announcing that now on this podcast from events. So <laughs> come to this one, you guys, because come. 2020, I might take off and then do it again in 2021, but we'll see. We'll see. And, and who is this event for, Angie? You know, yeah. somebody listening, they're like, but is this one for me or should I like, how do you know what event is for you? Yeah, this event is for two different types of women, but they have a lot of overlap. And that woman is the ambitious woman. Now she could be in category A where she's at her nine to five. She's not fully happy. She knows she wants to do something more, but she's not sure really what that is. Mm -hmm. She knows she has that burn and that fire to create something. Maybe it's start an Etsy shop, join a network marketing company, start a coaching business, start a blog online, start a podcast. She wants to do something, create something, start something. She knows she has this sense of leadership in her and she wants to go out there and do that. Or it's for the woman who already has the established business. She's already an entrepreneur, but she's burnt out and she wants to go somewhere where she can reignite that fire and that passion and remind herself why she does what she does or to really grow the business and to scale the business and to learn sales and marketing. So regardless if you are at your nine to five and have a side hustle or you don't have the side hustle anymore, but you're just ready for fun and you're ready for the next level, then it's for you. I really created it to be the number one personal development and business growth conference. I think that merging those two is really important. And then I also put a huge emphasis on wellness there. I think that's a huge deal to have health and wellness there, whether it's the vendors or the experience, because being healthy has been such a key to being a successful entrepreneur for me. So it's a blend of uh, business and some biohacking, which is cool too. And if you guys watch Angie's stories, you know that she drinks tar on a daily basis. She is that healthy. Her like green smoothie tar. (laughs) Literally, it literally looks like a piece of poop. Yeah, I eat it. Purple poop though, because there's blueberries. So good, guys. It's like frozen blueberries, organifi greens, you know, some chocolate protein, some kale, frozen banana. It's like the best. I don't know why it comes out black. (laughs) I don't know. My boyfriend and Sam literally make fun of me. They're like, guys, this they're like, this is disgusting. And you don't post this. Don't show people this. They're gonna think you're gross. I'm like, I'm showing them. I don't care. Like show them what they're missing out on right now. (laughs) I don't have cooking skills. Thank God I'm kind of funny because my boyfriend's like, oh my God, you can't cook. I'm like, I literally only know how to scramble eggs. You can blend though. You can blend like a bean. (laughs) I can somewhat blend some stuff together. (laughs) I love that. So for all the girls listening and they're like, okay, this pays to be brave event. This sounds so intriguing. I definitely want to come hang out with Angie and stuff you have some crazy guest speakers coming. Talk to us about who's going to be there, all of the amazingness that you guys are going to be putting into the world. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the gals that you guys might know are uh, Lori Harder, Shalene Johnson, Chris Harder will be there. Jordan Lee Dooley is going to be there. Erica Sheffer, who's a top network marketer. And one of my good friends will be there. Jasmine Starr, photography and influencer and top marketer as well will be there. So everyone is kind of in a different space, but also somewhat of a similar space. Sam Skelly, great friend, will be doing breath work and then also teaching business. So we've got some woo-woo with some yeah. tactical. Um, you guys can expect a lot of CBD, a meditation station. We'll have green juice. We'll have samples. Gosh, VIP girls, get goodie bags and a dinner. Saturday night, there's a silent disco, which is essentially where you put the headsets on and you dance. Like It's pretty much going to be... <laughs> my wedding. (laughs) You guys should be there because you know, it's, you know, all my money is going to this so that I won't ever have anything else for my real wedding one day. Right. So let's do the damn thing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. It's Angie's wedding and the headphone dancing thing. I saw you guys do that at girl activated and I'm like, what is happening? Like there's, you're just alone in your, in your own music with your headphones. Like, what is this thing? 
Yeah. So you don't hear anything. If you walked into the room, you would just see a bunch of people with headphones on dancing and you'd be like, they look like crazy people, but you're listening to music and you can switch from A to B. So everybody has a different colored headset and you could be listening to rap or then you could switch it and be listening to classical music and you just dance your butt off. You feel so alive. It's so, you just feel so happy. And for some reason, because it's in your own head through the headphones, you feel like you're more confident just to be really weird. Yeah. Go for it. So, oh man, it's a fun way for you guys to let loose, man. You moms, the moms need it, right? Just we got, we gotta let loose. Let our weird flags fly once in a while. <laughs> yeah, just like let it go a little bit. It's like part of being successful. Like I said, is embodying that emotion, and dance and movement is so critical for that. So, whatever it takes to get you in that mood is so important, and that's why I wanted to make sure there was a lot of dance parties. So get ready to move. You guys wear comfy clothes because this event, you're not going to be really sitting down a lot. <laughs> I'm so, I am so excited because it's been like, oh. a year, it's been two years since I've been to an event and I'm like, I'm just craving it wow. so much. Yeah. It's been like, Oh my gosh. That's a long time. Way too long, girl. Mm. Oh, I'm excited. You're getting me excited again. You know, I need, oh, I need yeah. this reinforcement. Just like DM me every day. Like you got this. You're excited. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Every day for the next 80 days. Like, come on, you got this. You're excited. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Bring it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So I need, I need hype girls. (laughs) I'm I'm your hype girl. You know me. I'm like always up in your DMs. Like, you're like, this is great. I'm like, thank God. There's people who just, you know, they just get me. (laughs) Yeah. Most of them do, but once in a while, I'll be like, what is this? Why do you do this? I'm like, oh, just come on, just go to the next. If you don't get it, just. You're like, we don't need any of you in here, Felicia's. I only take Susan's. Felicia's. They're like, who's Sharon? I'm like, Sharon, Sharon's not Susan's. Sharon, you're welcome here. <laughs> and they're like, I don't get your jokes. I'm like, then don't follow me. It's fine. Just don't worry about it. Yeah. So any last words of advice, Angie, for, you know, the mom that she's got this business going, she's aspiring to go next level. Any last things you want to leave her with? Yeah, I would say that and I know this is something that you really hone in and teach on, don't forget who you are. I think that's such a huge part of being a mom is bringing your best self to your child. And in order to do that, you have to be vibrant and happy and take care of you, whether that's your health and wellness, whether that's going to conferences, whatever that is, your children see who you are and they're going to become who you are, not what you say to them. And I think that that's really important. And I also think there's this level of you deserve it. You deserve to go to the conference and get on the plane. You deserve to invest in that business course or the mastermind. You deserve to take the vacation away. You deserve to do what you need to do in order to be happy and in order to get you in that vibrant state to be a really good mom. So do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, sister. Just do it. <laughs> so you guys come with us. Go to bit.ly slash pays to be brave event. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bit.ly slash pays to be brave event and use the code Steph Gas. S-E-F-G-A-S-S, save 50 bucks off your tickets. Now you don't have an excuse because we just saved your money. Come with us. Ooh, and there's daycare. So just give your little monkey to the daycare. Yeah, it's fine. I'll, like I give my monkeys to my daycare every single day at the gym. I monopolize the gym for an hour to work. Then I work out for an hour and I'm like, this is great. Like, Oh my God, do you really? That's... I absolutely do. They have, Wait, like, why are you dying? This is like so cool, Angie. Welcome Wait, that's so great. Really, hold on. Do you, you go to the gym, you sit yeah. there at, at the desk and you work because they're watching your kid for free, right? Absolutely. Oh my, you guys, that is genius. I, I go, so I bought the, I mean, I go to the best gym in town, girl, because they've got this Wi-Fi bar. They've got this great outdoor play area for the kids. The second I walked in there, I said, where's the Wi-Fi bar? Do you have Wi-Fi here? And they're like, yes, ma'am. I'm like, okay, sign me up. And give me the highest plan. 
So I go every single day, five days a week. I go outside, the cool air, there's the pool, they've got the grass, I'm sitting at the patio table, working for an hour, then I go do my class for an hour, and then they have like this Mommy's Day Out program where it's like four bucks an hour to leave them there for even longer if you need to. You could go back outside if you wanted. I mean, it is amazing. So you guys do this. Just do this. That is brilliant. And I thought of a funny story. Last year's Paid Be Brave, this woman comes up to me with her cute little son. He's like the cutest little nugget. And he was like, I thought you were going to watch me. Like he thought, cause he listens to my show in the car. Oh. His mom was like, you're coming to Paisley Brave. He thought that Angie Lee watches him and I lost it. I was like, oh my God, that is the sweetest thing. He thought I was going to be the babysitter. That is so, aren't they cute? They're so literal. They're like, but you said I got to go meet Angie Lee. I thought she was going to run in the park with me. Like take me for ice cream. Part of me was like, man, that would have probably been more, no, not <laughs> more fun, but dang. Yeah. That sounds good right now. Just going outside after all this craziness, but no, you guys, um, I will not be watching your son or daughter probably for the best. <laughs> not a professional. So <laughs> yeah, she needs some practice first before we hand her our baby. <laughs> I don't know how to change a diaper yet. So you don't want to give me your child. <laughs> I love that. Well, Ange, thank you so much, girlfriend. This has been so much fun. Where can everybody find out more about you other than the links I gave them for Pays to Be Brave? Yay. Yeah, you guys can grab your ticket at Stephanie's link for Pays to Be Brave. You can creep on me on IG at Angie Lee Show. You can listen to the Angie Lee Show on iTunes, AngieLee.com. Yeah, but I'm usually on IG stories all day sharing my weird life. So just come creep and say, hey. She has epic stories, guys. Really. Do it. Yay, all right. Share so much. Episode, and I will share you in my stories. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Angie. Bye, guys. I hope you guys loved Angie as much as I love chatting with her today. It was such a blast. I hope you learned a lot in this episode about the power of community and immersion. I can't speak highly enough to the breakthroughs that have happened for me after a live event. And again, if you want to join us at Pays to be Brave in a few short months, come on. I want to meet you in person. I want to sit by you. I want to hug you. I want to have a mastermind session with you. All of my community that comes with me is going to get this very special opportunity to get together, grab a bite to eat, and really powwow on next level stuff. It's going to be great. Go to bit.ly slash pays to be brave event bit.ly slash pays to be brave event. And the code is Steph gas, all one word to save 50 bucks off your ticket. We'll meet you there. Praying over you, mama, sending you so much strength and courage today to take the leap, whatever the leap means for you. I've taken a couple really big leaps lately and it's been hard and it's been scary and I've been afraid every time, but you know what? Every new level of fear means growth. It means that God is pushing you forward that you will persevere, that you will gain more momentum in your business, that you will find new levels of excitement, new levels of prosperity in your life and all of the relationships that you have when you step into the fear instead of hiding from it and running away from it. So I'm sending you bravery and courage now, whatever the thing is, and I think you might know what it is. I want you to leap into it. Pray for God to give you strength, to wrap you in courage, and go forth, go forward. Love you, cheering for you as always. Love and light, Steph. If you like Mama's Soap, leave a review. Pretty peace. Hey, Mama, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me because together we can empower 
educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life. Because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.